But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? everybody i am that fat guy i am always here with my cousin Vinny and big bry good morning what's up and we have a very special guest today guys we have brad ward from all eyes on cleveland podcast from usa today the browns wire and he's going to be here to talk some food and some browns with us and then we get to pick on the calves a little bit which brad doesn't know about we're going to pick on them a little bit <laughs> Brad, welcome oh, to the show, I, bud. Oh, I know about the Cavs, buddy. I'm. Uh, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm honored. To, I'm honored to be here. It's uh, a, an incredible invite, and uh, I jumped at the chance to be on your guys' glorious show. So thank you. So we I always appreciate you, Brad. We always start out our show with some shout outs, and like yeah. our shout outs, like are not anything particular. Be family, friends. Like for us, I'm shouting out today our pool team, which was on. Uh, Sunday, we qualified for the Vegas tournament for the APA. The Just Ooh. One More team qualified. Uh, me and Vinny are co-captains of that team. And yeah, I yeah. just want to say thank you, everybody, who came out and helped us out. And I also want to shout out West 3rd and Summit Tailgate has reached out to us, Bri. And they're trying mm-hmm. to get together a July 10th cornhole tournament to help support the city Cleveland uh, animal control and uh, adoptions. So mm-hmm. keep an eye out awesome. for that because we might be going alive from there during the cornhole tourney. So we're just going to throw that out there right now. I'm still in the works of getting everything ironed out and timed out. So Brad, since you're new to the show, do you have any shout outs this week you want to send out to anybody? Um, nobody specific, just shout out to everybody that, uh, has been oh so supportive lately of, uh, all eyes on Cleveland. Everybody's been great. So thanks to everybody out there that listened and subscribed this week. So thanks. It was, uh, it was a great show you had this week with the, uh, the draft recap. I loved every bit of it. Thank you. You had, you. Uh, who was it from Cleveland.com you had one? Ellis. Ellis. Ellis Williams. Okay. Yeah, he's a great guy. Awesome dude. Okay. Brian, do you got any shout-outs today? Well, can I jump back to your shout-out? Does that mean you and Vinny are going to Vegas? Uh, no, no, that was my question, too. No, no, no. We, that's what it sounded so like. what it was is you get to uh, – we qualify for a tournament. If we win that tournament, we go to Vegas. So, so our, you still have one more step we have one before more you get step, to Vegas. Trip. But we took the biggest step by qualifying. So we're qualified okay. for that tournament. So now we are qualified both in eight ball and nine ball. And I cannot wait because uh, our team did pretty, pretty good. We, we had a couple phone calls, but nothing major, you know, we'll so down low. what's what, what percentage would you put it on there that you're going to Vegas? Uh, that is a very hard tournament to get to. Like we have to go through <laughs> 10, well, 10%, uh, 15 to 20. 
15 to 20. Okay. I like the optimism. I mean, it's it's a lot of teams we have to go through, and it's all about matchups and everything, because it's like a three- to four-day tournament when we start this thing out. So for Uh, us to get to Vegas, it it takes a while. Vinny's been there. What, you've been there a couple times? uh, Three times, yeah. Three times, Vinny's been. I've never been to Vegas. So Do they they pay for it if you get there? Yes. No. Well, they pay for. They pay for the flight out. They paid for the uh, hotel. And they paid for uh, the the tournament itself and stuff. So, so they, you just got to pick the spare change. Yeah. You know, you bring along some gambling Food, money and stuff drinks. like that. Food, drinks, right. So Bunkers. it's blow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going, back to, we're going back to the round table last week. <laughs> Talking about hookers and blow. All right. Here we go. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> All right. So... You good on shout-outs, Brian? Vinny, you got any shout-outs? Um, you know what? I'm going to save my shout-out for uh, a little later for the food section. All right, we can do that. All right. So, oh, Brian's got to figure up. Brian, what's up? You're you're coming in extremely staticky. Am I? I can barely hear you. Yeah. It might be your headphones, though, bud. Because, Brad, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're loud and clear to me, bud. Yeah, it might be your headphones, Brian. Hold on. Do I need to boot you? Do you come back in? Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. You're good. Is it your headphones? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. We always have them. That's why this show's you got great. Me? I'm sorry I'm not there to help out. Yeah, Vinny's not there to help out. <laughs> you good now, Bri? Okay, we're just... You know it's your turn for trivia. Yeah, you're good. Nope. He can't hear. All right, let's. right, we're going to kick Bri out for a second. We're going to get into a little bit. Bri, kick out and try to come back, bud. And kick from studio, kick guest. We'll see if he comes back on here in a second. Uh, so, Brad, this uh, – Yes. He's got a trivia question. We always do a trivia question right at the beginning. It can be a random trivia question. Lately, it's been a lot about the Browns draft and stuff like that. So, like okay. last week uh, – Bry is a very, very huge draft. Well, I don't even say draft nerd. That's the only thing he looks forward to because the Browns have been so horrible over the years. So hey, there's a lot, a lot of people like that. Yeah. So he has a one trick pony that we could do that I could go back and name a year, and he will bring in the first round pick for the Browns. And some years he can actually, if I could tell him the school or the team that drafted he could tell me who actually was drafted so it's a nice little bar trick that he could do wow that's, that's <laughs> impressive so, i don't think i could do that so brian for, we got uh, you back now the years all I'm, run I'm together back. it uh, sounds good now okay. i don't know what it was uh, it might be just a little hiccup i was telling him about your uh your bar parlor trick with the uh trivia for the browns but it's your <laughs> yeah. turn for trivia today bud oh shoot i didn't even think of that you didn't even, so we're going to come back to it again uh, you know we have a special I, guest. You were supposed to repair this. <laughs> you never, you never brought it up. That's okay. We'll figure out a trivia here. Think about it while we get into the Browns draft. All right. And he froze up on me. All right. Well, this is going smashingly well. So we'll see if he uh, he comes back on. He needs AT and T five. He need, he needs something. <laughs> so. So, Brad, let's get into the uh, the draft a little bit. Did you go down for any of the festivities this week? I didn't, because the only times that I could get, by the time I logged on to the app, right, 
the only times I could get were during non-draft periods. So oh. like during the day. And I was just like, eh, if I'm going to go, I want to go while they're drafting players. And uh, I was pretty busy with coverage and things like that. So I just kind of stayed home. And I, you know, I got to be honest, the older I get, you know, when I was younger, I was all for that stuff. And, you know, going, even going to like Browns games and stuff, but it's a, it's almost more enjoyable for me to watch on the big, the big, big flat screen uh, plasma sometimes uh, now, you know, you just can, uh, you take in the game a little better, you know? Yeah, we, I wanted to, but with wife, kids, that wasn't happening. Plus I saw it was raining a little bit at the beginning, then it stopped. But I'll tell yeah, you what, it was it, raining all day, pretty it, much. It uh, looks like Cleveland put on a show for everybody, though. I mean, they, they had did. that place rocking. And my favorite part of the whole draft, and I was talking to Bry about this, is when they started doing the Sweet Caroline. And oh, that's Ro- awesome. Roger Goodell goes, no, 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 keep going, keep going. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, he was like, let him finish. Let yeah. him finish. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it was it was absolutely amazing how they set everything up, especially at the beginning when they came out with Juice. Bernie and Joe Thomas and the amount uh, and this is what really cracks me up about anybody outside of Cleveland and we've joked around about they don't understand what Bernie means to this city no and they're like they're cheering for a guy that hasn't won him a Super Bowl or anything and they're going nuts like what's going on now, there's just something about yeah. Bernie and that's yeah. the way this city rolls but to see the the admiration that Bernie got and they hear Joe Thomas doing the here we go brownies and that yeah. whole place going nuts. It was very, very nice. The only thing that would have made it a little bit better is if we didn't have to wait till 1130 at night to get our first pick in. No doubt that. I mean, it is so slow on, on the, I mean, the draft is awesome, right? I love the draft, but 10 minutes for the first round for per pick. I mean, come on. They could, it's, it's so, it's so slow. And I knew it too. I was like, man, we're going to be pushing up against midnight by the time we go live after their pick at 26. And it was, it was almost midnight, right? Well, the one thing that, one thing that upset me though, is like the first two picks were a given. You get, oh, you, yeah. you waited yeah. seven minutes before you turned into pick. And they what wait, are you doing? Yeah, and they still wait till there's 30 seconds left on the clock. Yeah, it's absurd. Like, what are they doing then? I don't know. That's crazy. It's all about but, money. Stretch yeah. it out for five hours. So, Brian, yeah, for sure. Brian, what did you think about the show? Did you like it? Oh, yeah. I love the draft every year. I mean, and the fact that it was in Cleveland made it that much better. Um, I thought the city looked great. It sucked the weather. Um but Saturday was beautiful, so I thought the city came off very well. Hopefully, we get one back in the next 10, 15 years, kind of, because we had such a watered-down one this year, it felt like. But, uh, yeah, I still know people, know, have friends that went down there and had a blast. Yeah, that's what – go ahead, Brad. I was just going to say that Daryl Ryder, uh, I heard him say yesterday that the NFL was very pleased from what he heard – uh, with the uh, performance uh, by Cleveland, and that that as uh, Brian just said, they hope to get them back again. So I hope so. That'd too. be awesome. Yeah, I hope so too. Because if any time that this there was no pandemic here, downtown would be packed full of people, oh, yeah. and it would be unreal. I I can just imagine like they showed that picture of what was it Nashville that went crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. downtown Cleveland during a draft where there's no pandemic, nobody's got any social distancing or nothing? 
people mm-hmm. were tailgating at this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I would love to. <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, tailgating, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> You gotta was, think uh, though that was like the first uh that was like the first event I think I I can think of since the the pandemic uh to have like a real crowd there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it was yeah. and it was actually really nice to actually hear a crowd and not have to watch it on TV and then actually have some of the picks there too was even better. I mean, yeah. I know we didn't have a lot there, but it was nice to have some of the top tier picks there for it. No doubt. They were they were making fun of the Indians because uh, uh, the Indians had a big announcement the other day that they're going to bump it up to forty percent capacity, and it's like, did you see what happened in Cleveland uh, <laughs> over the weekend, where people are shoulder to shoulder for Ooh. three straight days? Yeah, yeah. Uh, glad, glad <laughs> you're bumping it up to forty. It's, yeah, it's probably best for the Indians because I don't know if they could sell out at forty percent if they open it up yeah. to. 60 and they can't sell out that'd be a little embarrassing yeah yeah i was surprised though that uh that they didn't incorporate canton at all they didn't throw it down to the hall of fame uh for any picks or whatnot on saturday especially that's interesting i didn't even think of that yeah because i yeah i thought they put them together yeah i figured they would be down there at one point i was expecting saturday for them to go down there for some picks just to Mm -hmm. be at the hall of fame but yeah i was kind of you know, it's only an hour away. It's not like it's a big deal, but I, I, I mean, I guess they just could pull it off. I, it would have been nice to see, though, Brian. I'm with you. It would have been nice to see a couple picks at least made down there at the Hall of Fame. It yeah, makes me wonder. It a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder a little bit that does that mean Canton is in play to host a draft themselves and they just Ooh. do the whole thing down there? I don't know. From the Hall oh, that'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? We get kind of. They certainly could. They then, certainly could hold it there. But they, I mean, they do the uh, inauguration there, uh, mm-hmm. so they can handle the crowds. The parking is a bitch down there. Right. Oh yeah, it's all side streets. You it's end terrible. up parking in somebody's front yard. Those people. Make yeah, a that's lot probably of money why they couldn't. That. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. You guys ready to get into the actual draft picks? Do you want to do trivia first? Did you I figure out some. a trivia? Yeah, I came up with something. All right, so Brad, since you are a guest of the show, this trivia is going out to you. All right. Oh boy. So I'll I'll help out if I can figure. I can't figure it out. Bryce stumps me all the time. So Brian, (laughs) go ahead with the trivia. This this one's tough, Um, but it is it is draft related. So uh, in the common era of the NFL draft, there are four colleges slash universities that have had a player drafted every single year. Give me those four schools. Hmm. Okay. God, I hate you already. All right. It's not, it's not easy. I mean, I just threw this together cause I, I, I screenshot the answer, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. So this is what give I me, had. Give me him. All right. So as you can, you can see, I'm not, Messing with your hey, we sure. answer no, we, yeah, we answer at I'm the end of the down. show. So, I'm gonna go. I mean, let, let me start with what I think is probably an obvious one oh, sorry. and say okay. Alabama is Alabama one of them? Not Alabama, nope. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> I would have thought that, that was for sure one. These um, are all, all four are big schools, but um, yeah, yeah they're. 
I I probably wouldn't have gotten them. And, and you can guess as many times as you want. If you think of one throughout okay. the show and want to guess it, that's fine. Um, what, what can I but throw whatever out Ohio, else you got. Ohio State? Not Ohio State. The, the, the fat man knows I wouldn't put an Ohio State question in here. So, <laughs> me, if you want, do you want to help? There you Michigan? go. There's one of them. Yes, you got okay. one. Little brother. Uh, what about What's that? Um, little brother? Oh, oh you about, want? Is that your guess, little brother? Little brother, Michigan State. Yep. There you go. Good guess. That's two. Michigan, Michigan State. So maybe I should maybe I should clarify this. What's the common era? That's uh, since I just looked it up real quick. I don't know what the common era is. Um, oh. I don't seventy something. Yeah, I would, I would think at least seventy years or the seventy. Nineteen seventy. Yeah, I would yeah, guess. I, for some reason, that's sticking out, but I don't. I honestly don't know. So, so Brad, at least the last two. fifty years. So Brad, we What's got that? two. We got Michigan and Michigan State right now. Yep, it, we got yeah, those two. You, yeah. So Big Ten schools. Right I can there. give you a conference if you want. Yeah, give me a conference. Okay, one of these schools is in the SEC, and one is in the Pac-12. I'm going to say Southern Cal. Yep, there you go. There's three. And I need SEC. LSU? Not LSU. Nope. What do you think? Georgia. What do you think, Fatty? Georgia? Not Georgia. Ooh. Uh, Okay. Getting closer. Let's see here. Um, is Is it your favorite college? Oh, Florida, get out of here with that. Of course Florida. you would the Gators. Oh, the Gators. Oh, of course yeah. you would group in Florida, Michigan, and Michigan State. Yeah, just it, drop, it, it, drop it, them all right in. Nice. You know, based on the modern draft, and so like, you know, Alabama and Ohio State each had 10 players taken in his last draft. So I would have gone those two first because you would have thought in the 70s they were both still very relevant then too. Yeah, right. but Alabama had some down years before they uh, did. before saving. They, they kind of sucked. Did. But right, Ohio State would have been a solid guess because they've been pretty good for basically my whole lifetime. I'm going back to the '80s at least. Yeah, I was going to say maybe a Notre Dame was on my radar. Right, but, right. Uh, That'd have been yeah. a good guess. So that's that's interesting. Uh, you know, Michigan State surprises me. Yeah. Yep, that was the one surprising one when I saw it. That uh, hmm. and I, I guess did they have somebody drafted this year? Uh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, right? I, I would guess too. But yeah, it was interesting for me. The Browns just signed a kid that went to Michigan State. Did yeah, what's the deal with? Signed? Yeah, what's the deal with him? He's been in prison. Yeah, Malik McDowell was taken in the second round by the Seahawks in 2017. He has yet to play an NFL down, um, but he was a second-round pick. He was a five-star recruit. Uh, you know, I heard some crazy stories. I don't know if I should share this. Well, I, I heard from someone that – so he's had a ton of legal issues, right? Like he mm-hmm. – got caught with like a $70,000 car that wasn't his. And he said, tried to tell the police that he bought it on the street and stuff like that. And he's been in all kinds of trouble. Uh, uh, and he got injured his first season and then he got in a bunch of trouble. So that's why he hasn't played any downs yet. 
but something has happened in his life, I would think, because I don't think Andrew Barry would just go out and sign this guy randomly unless he's kind of turned it around a little bit, right? Well, uh, I th- yeah. I think what was reported, and I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on it, but they were talking about when he got sentenced to prison, the judge mm-hmm. wanted him to write down four things, what life means Three to essays. Him. Three essays, what life means to him. And it, yeah, and I, I don't guess, know what that has to do with anything. Well, I guess it might have flipped a switch for him to actually realize, hey, I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just be honest though. I like you're going to prison, dude. It's not like an overnight yeah. stay for one night. You're going to prison for eleven months. That will change anybody. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to go back there. <laughs> so this is a story I heard. Right. So when he was going to Michigan. I won't say who told me the story, but when he was going to deciding between Michigan and Michigan State, when he went, he was about to go to Michigan and they gave him some money, right? You know, under the table, boosters, whatever. He took the money and then went to Michigan State and said, what are you going to do about it? Right. Like you giving (laughs) me the money is illegal. So like right there, he got like and basically blackmailed Michigan, like took their money and went to Michigan State. And uh, so right there, he had like a bad rep already with a bunch of people in the football world. And then uh, but I mean, he was a stud, you know, he was all Big Ten. He was, you know, he's like six, six to 300 pounds, 299. Um, and uh, so I saw him. So I researched this right when it was happening. And I have the guy. So he after he got out of prison last year, he was at the uh, direct or the College Gridiron Showcase, CSG Showcase for free agents, right? And in this picture, he has his arm around a guy and the, on Twitter, and the guy's name is Mike Riddleman, and he's the director of scouting and player personnel at the College Gridiron Showcase, which a bunch of people get drafted from every year. So, like, a bunch of guys that got drafted this year were at the showcase – but this was for free agents exclusively. And that's the last time anybody saw him. So probably that's where the Browns saw him most recently, I'm guessing. But either way, I have Mike Riddleman, the guy that runs it, on my show on Friday. So we're going to get the cool. scoop, baby. We're going to get the scoop. <laughs> All right. So Tune in. Pay attention, people. Pay attention. Yeah. What blew my mind and what doesn't make sense to me is we signed him. They call him a undrafted rookie free agent. Well, he was drafted in 2017, so he's yeah, not he's, undrafted, and he's not a rookie. So how, I don't understand how, uh, how he's brought in now with this undrafted rookie class. Yeah, I mean, he's just they're just calling him a free agent, I think. Oh, he's oh, I got you. So, yeah. Got you. It's so just he the, timing is, the timing is such that he's being brought in with, with the other five UDFAs because they signed another guy, too, I think, that was just a free agent signing. So gotcha. Another defensive tackle. They have a whole gang of <laughs> tackles. They got that. Um, they got him. I know. Oh, what's his name? I heard it today too. He played with. Uh, oh, he played out in L.A. with the Rams. I can't think of his name now. He's yeah, eight, eight yeah. Pro. Uh, no, yeah. His last name is. Uh, you're right. He played uh, with the the, the Chargers. Uh, he's. Um, he's got a bunch of experience. I forget his name. Hmm. He's played like eight years with the with the. Uh, I'll look it up. All right. <laughs> While Brad's looking that up, 
we're going to go through yeah. the picks that the Browns selected. All right. Sure. So Let's do it. With the first and 26th pick, which Brian and I, wow, we kind of swung a miss on this one. Brian, it was a corner. It wasn't the one that you wanted. Right. I, I didn't think Newsom was going to be there, to be honest. I did not um, either. So the Browns. So that, that was great that he fell to us. Browns selected. Damien. Damien Square. Damien Square, okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the Browns selected uh, Gregory Newsom II. And are we going to do, like, uh, nicknames for everybody? Why, you got one for him? Not really, because I just hate saying oh. the second. Like, is it... Just call him Greg Newsom. Okay. I just, hey, I just... <laughs> no, no need to be formal like that. Okay, Greg so... Newsom. So, out of Northwestern, Brad, you and I have got to watch him play because, you know, we're Big Ten homers yeah. up here. So, Brad, mm-hmm. do you like this pick with uh, with Mr. Newsom coming to the Browns? Can you still hear me? Yeah. I can't see. Oh, we lost Brad. He gone. Okay, we'll see if he can come back in. Devices. What do you think? What do you do? You like it? Oh, I love it. I mean, it's. You love it. Are you nine out of ten? Ten out of ten excitement? I would give it a I give it a good solid seven and a half. But, oh hey. Okay, so we're back now. So <laughs> okay. like I'm very excited about the pick. I give it like a seven and a half, eight. Like it didn't blow my doors yeah. off because I was right. expecting, you know, after watching the board fall the way it did, I'm like, crap, mm-hmm. we're getting JOK right here. And I was expecting that. But right. guess what? We got surprised later on in the round. So so what do you think about Greg Newsom over there, Brad? Oh, he's fantastic. You know, I was pounding the table for days saying, I don't know what you people are talking about on Cleveland Browns Daily and all that stuff. I love those guys. But Bo Bishop was driving me insane with that. We can take any position we want. We have no needs at all. It's so incredible. You know, <laughs> and uh, I, it drives me nuts. I mean, I, I love Zagura, but sometimes Bishop drives me up a wall. And uh I'm going, they 100% have a need at cornerback, a huge need at cornerback. What are you talking about? After Greedy Williams, you know, Troy L's going to start in the nickel, as a nickel corner. You got Denzel Ward and Greedy, who both are made of glass. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you don't even know what Greedy's going to be this year because of nerve damage. And behind them, you have zero depth. You have nobody. You have MJ Stewart and all those scrubs that played at the end of last year that are not good players. You absolutely had to address corner, and they did, so I'm very happy with it. Newsom is the last guy in that top tier of corners, uh, and uh, he probably has the best feet of all of them. Um, you know, the injury thing is a little, with him, is a little shaky because you're kind of like, uh, you don't want another guy with injury issues. But the main thing with him, though, I think it was pretty much, as he kind of said, his injuries were mostly like bad luck type. It wasn't really like, you know, like a repetitive same injury over and over. So it was just kind of some bad luck here and there. I think he'll be fine. Uh, I really like the player. He's already put on some weight since the end of the season. He looks like NFL. His body looks NFL ready right now. So, so. is this the crazy stat I heard with him that he did not give up a reception over 10 yards this past year? Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Or Unreal. 30, did, yeah. Didn't allow a catch on third down either. Get yeah. out of here! That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Brad. I think. I, go ahead, Brad. I thought I heard. I thought I heard he had ten breakups this year, and he only allowed ten catches. 
he led, I think he led the, uh, the big 10 in completion percentage or completion rate, uh, at like 31%. So yeah, he's a stud and to get him at 26, that's huge. So, so he was, uh, in 223, uh, coverage snaps, he gave up 12 receptions for, uh, on 34 targets for a total of 93 yards. Jeez. That's like one game for some of yeah. our corners last year. Very much, very <laughs> much so. Um, yeah, he had one interception. Now, when he was in 2018, he had four touchdowns. I don't know how he did that. So, hmm. uh, and zero interceptions. Maybe he was kick returning, fumbles. I don't know. Either Charles Woodson type. You yeah. stop it with your Michigan love. We're not. I'm going. just saying, maybe give him the Heisman if he's that good. Oh. Listen to this: 2020 passer rating of opposing quarterbacks when throwing to him, 31.7. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> Why? Yeah, the- he was good. I mean, the only concern is the durability. I guess he's. I think he's missed like uh, at least three games in the last three seasons. But yes. if Brad says it's just bad luck, then you know hey. I'll take that. We're used but, to, we're yeah. used to a quarter missing at least three games for us. That that's <laughs> what I'm getting at. You know, is this is this the pick here? Does that mean potentially they're thinking of other plans when it comes to uh, to Denzel Ward? No. Because we've talked. No, no, no. I know, I know. Nobody wants to admit it. No, I think I think this is more. Of a, I think this is more of an insurance pick for greedy. Not knowing the nerve damage, like everybody's so saying. What if, everybody's what saying if Denzel, what if uh, Hill, what if Newsom are all very good corners? Are you going to pay a corner seventeen million dollars next year when you have to pay Nick Chubb, Baker, and possibly Wyatt Teller? Well, I, so it covers you. It covers you in multiple ways, right? So, a if for me, Denzel is elite, right? And if he continues to be elite when he's on the field, and if he plays fourteen games this year and he's elite again, I'm ready to sign him, right? I'll give him the money, and I think the Browns will too. But if he doesn't, say he suffers a major injury or has a concussion or something, and he only plays like ten games, you're not going to want to give him that money. This is a contingency plan for that. It's also a contingency plan for Greedy Williams, who we have only seen one season out of and has nerve damage that we don't really – We say, he says is fine, but we don't know yet. And uh, Troy Hill, I mean, Troy Hill is Troy Hill. Troy Hill's the man. He's going to be good no matter what, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that um, – and I think Denzel will be good no matter what. But I would think – you know, this is their draft pick. Greedy wasn't. This is a first-round draft pick. Greedy wasn't. I think <laughs> that Newsom is the odds-on favorite to start opposite Denzel Ward, in my opinion. That's Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, because we haven't seen Greedy, but what? How many games has he played? Like 10 or 11 in his career? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, round the table, 0 to 10, rate mm-hmm. the pick. Rate the rate, pick. Rate the pick. Oh, so, okay. So, Bry, tweet zero ten. Rate the pick. Yeah, I I'll give it. A, I'm with you. I give it a seven. Um, I think it's a great pick. Um, I, I was leaning towards defensive line, as you know, but yeah. I've kind of talked myself into uh, a cornerback as badly as we need it for this year, this upcoming year. Yeah. It's more immediate than uh, 
than I thought, but yeah, I was happy with it. I think, I don't think you can be upset about this pick. I don't think you can be disappointed too much because he's a great player and we got him at 26. I mean, you're not going to get elite players at 26. All right. So Brad, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say I I got like a a nine on it. You know, I, I thought corner was the key position they had to address. Uh, in the first or second round, depending on how the board fell, the way the board fell, they had a number of options there, uh, and they got the best corner available uh, for sure. So, and he was worth it. Like they didn't have to reach for him. Yeah, right? it was right like, there in front of him. He belonged. He belonged in the first round. I'm actually surprised he was still there at 26. I was afraid all of the top four corners were going to be gone. So for me, that's a home run uh, in round one. I give it a nine out of ten. All right. I, I get... think he's going he's gonna to be a good one, boys, I think. Okay, I gave it a seven and a half, which I was telling Brian. Like, I love the pick. I really do. But injuries kind of – everybody has injuries. I get it. It's just – it's not a super flashy pick, but it's a solid pick. And that's what this – you know, this front office has done. So – our next pick that we had, and I believe, right, yep, um, our next pick we got, we actually traded up to number 52, was it? Yeah, 52. And we got J-O-K, Jeremiah. Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. Korom- okay, thank you. See, I have a problem with that one. All right, so yeah. this pick. I guess they're calling him Wu. Woo, that works for me. Woo. I can do that real quick. So That's with, what I heard. With him coming up, and they actually traded up, <laughs> as soon as I saw them move up the board, Brad, I knew exactly yes. who they were going for. Oh, no doubt. Did you, uh, did you have that same feeling too? I did. And, you know, so Charlie Campbell of Walter Football, right? Uh, do you know who that is? Yes. Charlie Campbell. Yeah, he's a dra- draft Nick guy. He was on my show, and I had sent him a shirt for my show, right? All Eyes on Cleveland shirt. And and he had got it that day. I'm, I'll get you guys some shirts. No worries. It's oh, in the works. <laughs> we'll, we'll get sizes at the end of the day. But, yeah, so uh, I talked to him that morning. I'm like, hey, because uh, I got a notification that it was delivered, and he said he was going to wear it on his show or something, right? So I was like, hey, you got your shirt, right? Uh, and he's like, oh, I got it. And I was like – Give me some, uh, real quick, give me some Cleveland Browns insider info on day two of the draft, right? Because it was the morning and he's like, I don't have any insider info, but I know they love Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. said, I know they love him. And so as soon as he started to fall, I was like, man, they should just come up and get this guy. Once he was in the 40s, I kept waiting for him to come up and get him. Yep. And uh, but we knew nothing about the heart issue at that point. So. No, no. And now that we mm-hmm. know, that everybody says it's Andrew Barry came on today and said, you know, they're not really concerned about it. So Brian, what do you think about JOK? Yeah, without a doubt, that's why he fell because we didn't know uh, in the moment, like why is this guy falling? Because like we've talked, we didn't think he was going to be there at twenty six, and for him to fall. I was watching the draft like you were. I just kept waiting, you know, 35th pick, kept waiting to hear his name, 40th pick, waiting to hear his name. Like, surely he's not going to fall all the way down to us. And what were we at, 59? And so just kept crossing my fingers, hoping. And then I saw the Browns trade up 
and I knew I just had the feeling and sure enough, that's who, who it was for. And we've talked in the past. That's, those are the type of linebackers they love. Maybe some teams were scared off by his size, but, um, that, that's what the Browns are looking for. And time will tell whether that's the right call or not, because we are so bad against the pass last year. We needed some guys that can cover. We needed some quick linebackers. Um, let's just hope, uh, hope this run defense doesn't go the other way um, because our linebackers are smaller. They're 220 pounds. What's going to happen when Leonard Fournette is running right at them? And uh, are they going to be able to stiffen up and take them down? So time will tell for that. But I love the pick right now. He is a unanimous All-American um, out of Notre Dame and led the team in tackles. He, he's a stud. He should have been gone Brian, if it weren't for the heart issue. Put a number on it. Uh, Ten. Because you got you got a top twenty prospect in uh, in the draft at fifty two. Now I want I want you guys both to actually soak this. <laughs> this is the second time the Browns have done that. Yes, they got Delpit last year, right? They got JOK yeah. this year. I can't wait to see it. I I'm with Bry. This is the pick I wanted them to make because that gives you a speedy linebacker. Somebody to cover the tight ends because guess what? We suck at covering tight ends for some odd reason. Because Mark, Mark Andrews Mark kills us. Andrews kills us all the time. I hate uh, him. And you know something? I love this pick. So I'm going to give it a 10. Brad, what do you give it? Are we allowed to cuss on this show? Yeah, go ahead. Hell yeah. A 10. Fucking 10. All right. And by the way, Brad? <laughs> yeah. Look at what I got. What? What, what? I can't see you. Oh, what do you got? It's Fireball? Fire, fireball. Ooh, the wife there told me go. I could not do it on the Browns table. She didn't tell me I couldn't do it here. Uh, <laughs> I, I incited I incited some issues last time. I'm not going to Give him another one, Vinny. Come on. I got to do another one? No, yeah. I, I was trying Fire to cheers you oh. on that, but, you know, that cheers. just went oh, no. down way too, too quickly. There we go. Selfish. So, I know. I'm selfish. I'm sorry. So, all right, so number three, we got Anthony Schwartz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. from Auburn, a speedster, a track star, a very youngster, who has actually went on ESPN today with uh, Rizzo and Goldhammer on a really big show. And listen mm-hmm. to that kid talk. He's actually in the building now working with Jarvis, working on – Really? Oh, oh, yeah, that's where he was at today. They asked him what it was like to, you know – Come in with Jarvis and Odell. He goes, I'm with Jarvis right now. We're working out. He goes, Jarvis <laughs> is helping me out with my route running and me catching balls. So Very for cool. that kid to be drafted on Friday, be here on Tuesday and working out already, one, mm-hmm. kudos to that kid. But also what I like about this kid, one, he was at Auburn, which Auburn does not throw that often. We all know that. With Gus Miles on there, it wasn't that often. Right. But with this kid, he is raw. He is talented. Yes, he could take the top of a defense, but Jarvis actually told him, and he actually even said it himself, I'm not going to be a one-trick pony that's going to run a go route. I want to know the entire route tree so that when people think that I'm going to do a go route, I'm going to fake them out and do a curl, and I'm gone. So you have a kid with 425 who is probably going to be the fastest person in the NFL playing for the Cleveland Browns. So what do you guys think about this? So, Brad, what do you think? 
So initially, uh, all right. So I love the speed aspect, right? They need the speed. They need to add speed to that room. Um, initially, I was a little shaky on this pick, you know, because he's kind of a one-trick pony a little bit. Uh, but like you said, if what you're all the things you're saying, that's fantastic to hear because that's what you want. Because he's not very polished as a wide receiver, right? Like, my concern is, oh, we've got a track guy playing football, not a football player who's fast. So, and, right. And, but, I, but from what I heard last night from Ellis, uh, who is very high on him and says he has really good hands, catches with his hands, and from what you're saying, it may be the other way around. He needs to put some muscle on, some mass on, because uh, one of the knocks on him is that that's, he, can, he gets taken off that speed very easily. Like a guy touches him, and he sl- you know, you can slow him down pretty easily. So, you know, I, I think that I'm growing. It's growing on me, right? The pick's growing on me. So, uh, and I wanted to, before I get to you, Brian, I wanted to chime in on this. First off, you got to realize what he did at Auburn, okay? He didn't play spring ball. He didn't get to coaching that he should have got. That was the thing that came out. Because Auburn was the only school that would actually let him do track and football. He skipped all spring practices to do track so that he could do football in the fall. No other school was letting him do that. Nate said, you're doing football or that's it. So that's the only reason why he went to Auburn so that he could run track too. Because he wanted to be on the track team. So one, you got a kid with raw talent who really hasn't been coached as good as a wide receiver. And he's coming in with Jarvis, Odell, and Hollywood. You're going to teach him. I, I, I'm super excited about this pick because we need a burner. Because it was very clear last year that when Odell was gone, we're not taking the top off of anybody because we don't have that speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. Uh, it was evident in the Kansas City game for sure uh, that they needed more speed. Absolutely, especially after watching Tyreek Hill. God, that kid's yes. Bad. All right, so, <laughs> well, Brian, where you are you at? To, you forgot to mention Peoples Jones too. So, oh, yeah. if he can, if he can come in and play, you guys, I'm, I'm right there with Brad. At first, I wasn't super excited about it, but you're right. We need. We needed another receiver. More importantly, we need speed because Higgins ain't the fastest. Uh, Jarvis, nothing special with his speed. Um, we love his route running and his ability to catch everything, but we needed that burner. And I was, yeah, a little lukewarm at first because I was like, man, if it's just a fast guy, if we're just drafting a fast guy, you can find those guys in the fifth and sixth round. But yeah. Looking into it further, I mean, he actually made plays in Auburn. He was a leading receiver, leading receptions, leading uh, yards. And like you said, an offense that doesn't throw it a whole lot. So I'm coming around. You know, I I hope they can get creative with finding ways to get him the ball because it sounds like he – I think he had seven rushing touchdowns in his career at Auburn. And and Um, those touchdowns were jet sweeps that went to the house. You thought Odell could take it to the house? Yeah. This kid – just outran everybody. Yeah. So, so it, it really completes our, if he can be a player, if he can get the offense down, you know, catch everything that's thrown to him and run good routes, it really completes our wide receiver room very nicely to have a burner like that. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see him on the field. All right. Can we give grades? Bry, what were you expecting with this one? 
Uh, I'll give it a seven because seven. Uh, because we needed speed. And uh, like I said, maybe I was at a six at first, but I'm bumping up. All right, Brad. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with Brian. I'm gonna go at this point. I, I'm at a seven on the pick. All right, I'm gonna go eight because I believe it's a need that they need. Because you got Jarvis and Odell getting old, and we don't know what Odell is going to bring next year. So it gives you another weapon that actually has some speed that people actually have to look at instead of just route runners. So, yeah. all right. So, right. Brad, we're going to speed through yes. the rest of this because we got to get into Fat Boy Tuesday because I told you we would be about an hour, and we're about yeah. 45 minutes in right now. Dude, don't rush because of me. Do, do your thing. You all don't right. have to... We can I'm we in what, no what, time constraints. Are you sure? Let's run through. Let's run through I'm the positive. rest of the guys. Okay, we'll just start we'll moving a little quicker. We'll just go a little quicker on the next one. So yep. start speeding. So up. let's see here. Four was the Ohio State kid, right? Uh, Hudson. 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 Was first. James oh, Hudson. The tackle from Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. One. I love this pick. The kids barely played offense. He was mm-hmm. a de- on the defense side. He's got short arms. But he's got some really quick feet. And if he can take away the first step, and plus, he might be that swing guy that we need if somebody gets injured to jump from left side to right side and maybe in an interior guard. So what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go – I'll be quick about it. Um, I like the pick um, just because we needed a tackle. And I would have preferred somebody maybe that would, could swing to guard. It doesn't sound like he's played guard at all yet, but um, he was good. He's very raw, and I'll trust Bill Callahan to develop him. Yeah, that's um, the best thing. It sounds like he's, a, he's a good athlete. Yeah, and if you look at their bowl game against Georgia, I think I, I'm not sure if he got hurt or if he got ejected or what, but he didn't play a whole lot in their bowl, bowl game, and Ojolari for uh, – Georgia just tore them to shreds because they could not block him. And yeah. so he would have been a, a key piece in that game. So yeah, get him in here, teach him up. Uh, hopefully we don't need him too soon because he is very raw, but yeah. I'll take my chances. All right, Brad. Yeah. So uh, I like this kid a lot. Uh, great feet. Um, you know, his movement skills for his size, you cannot teach. So, yeah, he's a little raw because he's played defense to start his career. Uh, and then he switched to the offensive side of the ball. But with Bill Callahan, and he's like, a, I guess he's like a Joe Thomas, like, uh, is like his idol. And uh, so Tom, Joe Thomas has reached out to him. So you got those two working with you. Uh, your future is bright. And you can move like that. I think the future is bright. And he'll be a real nice swing tackle he can play all the positions on the line guard tackle you know what i mean early in his career here when they don't need him but maybe when it comes time to pay somebody maybe he's developed into uh, a nice replacement i like it well it'd be you know betonio's getting up here in age now and if he can play yes. left guard along with jed wills guess what you found your sure. left guard and your left tackle that's going to be here for the next 10 years too so that's kind of a sure. bonus so let's grade it real quick I give it a seven. Brad? Eight. Brian? Six. I like the the position, but, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about him. Okay, so next we have Tommy, right? Tommy Togiai. Tommy Togiai. Yeah. 
right. So me being Ohio State homer, I love this pick. The reason why I love this pick is no matter what happens, when you watch the Ohio State games, that kid never gets moved. He is an anchor right in the middle, and he is not moving. Nobody can move him out of the road. He's only played defense for like a year. This is his first year starting, I think it was. And that mm-hmm. kid has got some strong legs. He's not going to rush the pasture. He's not going to do it, but he's going to cause chaos in the middle because you cannot get him off of his spot. So I really like this pick too because when you don't have Sheldon Richardson, even though we got new guys coming in, you know, that they've brought in, you always need depth on that defensive line. And I know it's not defensive end, but it's also another solid defensive lineman that can plug and play, hopefully, and go from there. So, Brad, what do you mm-hmm. think? Oh, I love Togi. Yeah, he's a great pick. Uh, you know, he can play three tech, maybe even shade nose at some point, but uh, he's strong, strong man, and uh, he will fit in well. I think he'll he'll uh, be in the rotation right away uh, with these guys uh, as as that fourth guy, unless one of these guys that they just signed the past couple, they beats him out, you know, because they've recently brought in a lot of young talent at that position. All right. Mm-hmm. So, Bri? Man, you're not going to like me. I'm going to come off as the Ohio State hater because I'm a Michigan like it, fan. But I, it, it's it's not so much to do with Togi because I think he's a solid pick. Um, it concerns me a little bit that run stopping is his forte because I think he's under 300 pounds. So I don't know how that translates to the NFL. My issue with it is more there were other guys on the board. And luckily we got one as an undrafted free agent in Marvin Williams, who or Marvin Wilson, who people thought were going to go in the first round before the season started. But I, I was I was rooting for them to pick uh, Davion Nixon from Iowa. I mean, how he plays in the exact same conference as Togi, and he was the defensive player of the year as a defensive tackle, and he was a unanimous All-American. So how how is Togi better than Davion Nixon when when apples are apples and you're comparing the two? Right. Brian, I get you, but at that point in time, the eye of the beholder. It's right, whoever. and, and it, it probably, you know, obviously I know nothing about what Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski are looking for in defense alignment. They, I'm sure, thought Tokyo is a better fit in their scheme. So, you know, I'm not saying he can't be good. I'm just saying, man, I was really pulling for Nixon. All right. So, Interesting. So let's grade it out. I give it a seven. Brad? I give. I'm going to give it an eight. I, I like. I like him. Uh, I, that was a good pick in my eyes for sure. All right, Brad gives it a five. All right, so four. Let's, four. I gave it a four. You give it a four. A four. Wow. I give it a Brad. four. I think there are he, better guys oh, to be had. Brad. Brad. Holy he, moly. Brad. He hates. Brad. He hates Ohio State. He really does. <laughs> I heard. So so Brad brought him up earlier in the show. I heard. Um, Bo Bishop say that if he went back for another year, he'd have been a top 15 pick next year. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to. <laughs> I'm just, uh, uh, that screams Buckeye Homer to me right there. Yeah. Oh. Well, you can get it, take that with a grain of salt. I don't believe that either. <laughs> no, that doesn't mean, he, that doesn't mean he's a bad pick. Right no, no. Pick. Like I said, my, my issue with it is not, has nothing to do with Togi. I, you know, I know we needed a defensive tackle. I just thought there were a couple other guys that maybe we could have got. 
Sure, sure. I like him. I like his strengths. I like what he does. Uh, I think that um, his game will translate well to the pro game, in my opinion. I hope so. I'm rooting for him. Hold on, let me take off my mic. There we go. So next we picked a kid from, <laughs> I believe, the Wild and Wonderful. Is that what we picked up, Fields? Yeah. Yeah, Tony Fields. Tony yeah. Fields. Wild and Wonderful West Virginia. Wild and Wonderful West Virginia. Now, Brad, what you don't know is if you look in the picture there, we have Mountaineer Drive here. My wife okay. is from West Virginia, and she has converted me into a West Virginia fan as long as I still can root for my Buckeyes. So, I actually like this pick because he is the exact same mold as JOK. He is without the athleticism. Without the athleticism, but he <laughs> but hold on, but he can tackle. And guess what the Browns didn't do? What the Browns didn't do last year? tackle so i'm excited about this because i think that the browns are actually starting to show <laughs> what they uh what they wanted to do with linebacker and with that being said i have a feeling that some other larger linebackers <laughs> mac wilson uh <laughs> talky talky might be on the chopping block now because they're going to go with younger, more athletic because these guys can run sideline to sideline. And this kid, he is doesn't have the athleticism as JOK, but he has got the pop because I've seen him lay out some people. He can lay the hammer on somebody. So, Brad, what do you mm-hmm. think about this kid? I mean... I'll be honest, this this felt like a little bit of a reach here uh, for him at this point. I, you know, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to modernize this defense, right? He, he, he is the exact same mold as, uh, you know, Wu, right? Um, and so I get it, right? Like, I get what they're trying to do. And he, he's a tackling machine, you know. I mean, there's no question the production is there. Three years at Arizona and then, you know, transfers to West Virginia and then leads the, the team tackling there too. So he certainly can tackle and he can run. Uh, he just, you know, he's small, same thing, and fast, but he's not he's not a Wosu Koromoa athletic fast. Like, he's not going to be able to – there's a certain level where being small – means you know getting run over in the nfl yeah uh so i we'll see how he does i think he's there to threaten some guys jobs he puts their he puts guys in that room already on notice you know like hey this is what we want to do either get with it or, or or we're going to move in a different direction so he serves a purpose as a pick there that way we'll see what he turns into i'm not incredibly high on him because uh, to me, he's like a poor man's JOK, you know, smaller guy who, who can tackle and, and run around. and But he doesn't. He still struggles in coverage a little bit and things like that. So, I mean, we're in the what round now? I mean, we're getting Fifth later round. in the draft. So, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not going to get great picks. But, I mean, a lot of people had seventh round UDFA grades on this kid. Yeah. So. All right. So, Brian, what do you think? Yeah, for, for me, it's just basically another swing at the plate. 
with linebacker. You have now, you have Wilson, Taki Taki, uh, Walker, Phillips, um, JOK, and Fields. All you need, that's six guys. All you need is three guys to work out, really two guys only. And they're all 25 and younger. So let's just hope a couple of them work out. And, you know, you never know in the NFL draft. uh, You know, you have fifth rounders that become pro bowlers. You have first rounders that do absolutely nothing. So it's just another swing of the plate. I mean, he led the league. He led the Big 12 in tackles this past year. So he's a good Mm -hmm. player. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, see what we can develop him into. All right, Brian, come back with the number. Uh, the next ne- next pick. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, out of ten, I give it. I give this a seven. Seven, Brad. Yep. Five. I give it a six, but for being a fifth rounder, I'm okay with that. Right. Yep. Right. All right. Yeah. So yeah. our next fifth rounder is a safety from Georgia. And I am not going to say his last name because I'm probably going to butcher it right now because there's other words that are coming in my mouth. So, Brad, do you want to give his name? Yeah, it's easy. It's LeCount. LeCount. Okay. Because, yeah, we're just going to leave it there. Richard LeCount. Bry's out for a second. So, safety out of Georgia. He actually looks like a... Strong safety. He doesn't look like he is that small. He looks like he's a beef boy, too. Yeah, he is smaller, though. Is he? Uh, however, I love this pick. All right, so this this kid is great, in my opinion. Uh, he is... So let me get my little scouting report on him out here. One second. But look, I'll give you his exact size. I think he's 5'11", 1... 90 is what he's listed at. So uh, he's a little smaller for safety, but like like they put in here, he doesn't know he's small, right? Like he plays he plays like he's a beast. Uh, he's assignment sure safety, uh, do, never allows big plays, very few big plays in his career. He trusts himself uh, when he makes it like a decision on the field or makes a break on an assignment. He doesn't second guess it. He's very you know, makes a decision and goes. Uh, he's willing to take on blocks, hits, whatever, not scared of anything, sticks his nose in there on everything. He's a bulldog. I mean, he's a Georgia Bulldog, but no no doubt he is a Bulldog, too, type of player, right? Uh, three years of starting experience um, at very different roles all over their defense in, in the secondary there at safety. He's more of a free safety, probably. Uh, but he can play both uh, and showed that he could play both successfully uh, at Georgia. You know, they had him do a number of things and he was always successful at it. So this guy, I mean, he was a five-star recruit coming out of, uh, you know, Georgia going to college and everything. Um, but like, so what, I mean, he's a guy that has just achieved. You ask him to do something and he does it well. And like some people were probably scared off of him by his like his forty time, which is not great, right? But you're a safety. He's a safety, and he plays faster than that, and he hits, and he's intense. And I just like this kid a lot. For me, I I think he pushes uh, red wine right off the roster. Hopefully, knock on wood. All right, Brian. What about you, bud? Yeah, and I apologize if I uh, repeat anything Brad said, but. 
he he for me he's he's a perfect fifth round pick um yeah. because he has that potential he people thought maybe he might go in the third or fourth round um but due to a bad pro day he kind of slipped a little bit but like Brad was saying he's a five star recruit um three-year starter he, i think he was first team all acc this past year so he's got some ability he's maybe a little small um put on a little bit of weight but yeah let's see what we can turn him into and who knows we don't need him to start anytime soon so if he can no. be a decent backup we'll take it in the fifth round all right totally agree. so let's get the pickle beater out bry yeah i'll go with nate because of the potential. Brad? Yeah, I'm there too. I'm at a nine, eight point five. How about that? I will go eight because I actually like this pick because it kind of also backs up Grant Delpit a little bit. So I I do like this pick. So round six, no doubt. we got Demetric Felton. They got him as a wide receiver, but he is pretty much a a scat back, right? He is a, he's a running back. He's a running back slash wide receiver. I mean, he played running back his senior year, but as earlier in his career, he played wide receiver at senior day. He was a, a wide receiver. So, or seen not senior day, senior, <laughs> the senior bowl. Uh, he was a wide receiver, so he can do them both. And if you watch his tape, I mean, they, the knock on is him. He can't really run through the tackles, but I saw him run through the tackles in, in between the tackles and he looked good. I like this kid a ton. Bry? Yeah, another uh, high upside guy. I mean, he he led the Pac-12 in, in uh, all-purpose yards, so he's got some ability. Um, and I think maybe he pushes JoJo Natson for the return specialist, and he can do also other things as well. You know, if you need him to run a, a sweep or just throw him a screen pass or something and let him – try to take to the house. Sure. I hope he makes a team. He's a six rounder. It's going to be an uphill battle, but he's got a lot of ability. What I liked about all these picks, and especially this one, they're versatile. They're yep. not pigeonholed into he's a run stopper or he's just a pass coverage. These guys all can play different positions and different styles. And I actually like it. And I'm going to say it right now, Joe Woods, this is your draft. Mm-hmm. You got the pieces you need. You got everything you need to make this defense great. You got Clowney. You got Tag McKinley. You got your, what do they call it, uh, Lamborghini set with all four defensive linemen down. So you yeah. have you have everything you need now. To make this, the defense, a Super Bowl defense. So go have at it. Yeah. I mean, how many uh, how many impact players have we acquired over this offseason on offense? It's, it's none. Very little. None. All on defense. It, we could have nine new starters on defense this year. Wow. That's it's crazy. crazy. Well, Billings <laughs> doesn't count. Because Billings opted out, right? Oh, yeah, he counts. He didn't play last year. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so, hey, grade on this guy? Yeah. Did we give a grade yet? Nope. Grade. Not yet. Brad? I give him an eight, 8.5 as well. I like this kid a lot. 
I give it eight point five too. I think he is a dynamic, dynamic return guy and a scat back that we need because people have compared him to Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Am I right? In the sixth round, wouldn't that be nice? I I know, right? So, mm-hmm. Brad, you have never heard yeah. this before, I don't think. But okay. it is time for our sounder for. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. It is definitely time for Fat Boy Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Who, and, who, who did the voiceover? That is Bob at Millersburg. All right. Oh, and my if gosh, you don't know Bob at Millersburg, fantastic. I know, great. right? We, he gave yeah. us five clips of that, and Vinny and I sat there and went through really all good. five. I'm like, that's it right there. It's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. So being Fat Boy Tuesday, being Taco Tuesday, being May the 4th, and being Cinco de Mayo right around the corner, it's time for the Ham Boys to talk some Mexican food and some cocktails. So... All right, so Brad, we we talked earlier. Your Mexican style is Taco Bell, but you have a couple other hot spots you like to go to. We're all fat; we yeah. just love food in, in general. So I'm yeah. going I'm going to start off Fat Boy Tuesday. All right, because we are going to do our top three Mexican foods here in a second. But I'm going to start off with Fat Boy Tuesday. What is your Mexican cocktail? That you like to have. You got your margaritas. You got Jose. You got tequila. You got limes. So if you're going to a Mexican restaurant, what is your wonderful cocktail that you're going to have while you eat your beautiful Mexican food? Me? I'm a simple man. I I would just go uh, with a Corona. I'm very simple. Now, do you put a lime in it? Of course. Do you have you done lemon? I've never done a lemon, no. Okay, Why you might you do that? No, try a lemon. Changes the flavor a little bit. <laughs> just okay. saying. From experience, just saying. Okay. All right. okay. So, Brian, right. you? Yeah. Uh, whatever will get you drunk. It doesn't matter. Which no. is margarita. Uh, hey, hey uh, yeah, Big Brian is all about the margaritas with the, all the straws and everything yeah. else. He's, give yeah, me the fishbowl. I'll do a margarita as long as it doesn't look too girly. Um, or a Dos Equis. My brother turned me on to Dos Equis. He's a big Dos Equis fan. Mm, so mm. Corona, I got no problem with Corona. You know, I'll do it all. I'm not a huge tequila fan, though. Okay. I had a couple mm. bad experiences with it in college, so I've kind of leaned away from that. Yeah, so, bad experiences that turn out really good in my, in my <laughs> history. Not for us. So I'm told. I don't remember. All right, so Vinny and I spent a couple uh, spent a spent a couple of months there one night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Here we go. I love it. I love it. All right, so Vinny and I have polished off a bottle of tequila together with little buddy Jake. Oh yeah, and Tony. You know those guys. And then we went to Razzles, and stuff got weird after that. But <laughs> the not too got weird. weird. Not, not too weird. Not too weird. Not too weird. Okay. Little buddy was hungover like for like nine straight hours. Like he he, yeah, slept. he stayed. He stayed the weekend with you. He pretty much did stay the weekend with me. <laughs> but I felt bad for him because he was like twelve shots behind, and he just came in and drank the bottle, and just that's how we started. 
But at least he got there. So, like, my favorite cocktail, you give me a margarita, especially with the fishbowl, all right? You got Dos Equis. We forgot about Dos Equis. Yeah. And then, um, what's Mo- the Modelo? Modelo. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Forgot about Modelo. If you like it a little darker, there's Mo- Modelo Negra. That's also very good. Okay. You're going to have to bleep that. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. No, that's a real thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. Okay. It really is. There's no bleep necessary. There's no bleep necessary. I haven't. I've never I, had it. I've never I seen honestly it, don't I don't even think. know why that like paused so long. I feel like we should take out some of the pause. <laughs> I, saw, I saw him giving eyes at you, and I was like, oh boy. Well, I didn't know how to take it at first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? What? Okay, so we also have. Is it like? I have a question for Vinny. Is it like an amber beer? Yes. Yes, it's a dark oh, okay. beer. Okay. Oh. I've never had Do it. Do you put the lime in, uh, or the lemon no. in it? No. 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 So it's, kind of almost, it's almost like a Killian's, right? Like a red? A little bit more like a Killian's, yes. Okay. But, yeah, it's a little lighter still than okay. a Killian's. All right. Nice. All right. I'll try it. No, that it's very good. good. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. Bri, yeah. I have Always Positive J has chimed in. On our show, like he mm-hmm. always does, and I love it. Because when we start talking food, Jay gets excited. Um, I know. He had, uh, for his restaurants, he likes to go to is Cosmel. Yeah, okay, there's and, one in Brunswick. And Barrio. Yeah, He love loves, Barrio. loves the queso Cosmel. He said the queso is on point. But mm-hmm. he likes the chicken roja enchiladas. And Vinny put it as itch on here, so I, I was, so I was saying inch. right, itch chiladas. <laughs> no, he loves those. I don't even put it as that. I did. <laughs> it was itch, inch a lot of. Yeah, that's why I said yeah. itch, itch, just as you would uh, phonetically say it. Yes, nice. All right, so. What uh, favorite places do you guys like to go to? Now, Brad, you said you love Taco Bell. You're a t- we're all about Taco Bell because we're look at us. Look at Brian right now. I know he likes the potato siesta. Oh, how could you not? See? They have a new potato burrito or something. Get out of here! I haven't had it, but I got it. It's like buck. How can you go wrong? Right. I got to hold on. I gotta go Grubhub. It's only 6.40. I got time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when I go to Taco Bell, I get their uh, black bean quesarito, which I told Brian. Black uh, bean? Yeah. Instead of, like, the uh, bean for the it, vegetarian option. You'll be okay with it. Um, the the Crunchwrap <laughs> Supreme, I still love. And I miss the mini Crunchwrap Supremes. Uh that you got for a dollar that was like a BLT. You got a BLT, a chicken enchilada. You got, you know which ones I'm talking about, Bri, right? The ones that Adam sure. loved. It was only a dollar. You get five of those things, and that's an entire meal. <laughs> right, Vinny? Yeah, yeah, very true. Oh, that's I mean, that, right up his alley. I, hey, we went to rallies last week. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, come on. <laughs> did you get the new burger? I did get the new burger. It was delicious. And? Out of 10? 10? I, I give it a solid 9. It wow. was. Worth driving for? 
Yes, for you, yes. Okay. All right, so Brad, what are your like go to places at Taco Bell? Well, ta- well, it's my favorite Taco Bell is the Doritos. All right, it's got to be the Doritos one, the Doritos Nacho Cheesy Crunch. What is that? It's the the soft shell, uh, or the uh, the chalupa soft shell on the outside with cheese connecting it to mm-hmm. the Dorito yes. shell. And then the taco on the inside, and they have like this ranchero sauce they put on it, which is really good. So it's a cheesy gordita crunch with a nacho uh, cheese uh, Dorito taco on the middle. Yes, exactly. That's oh correct. wow, I never thought of that. I never thought yes. of that either. You have blown my mind. Genius. Right now. <laughs> yes. All that's, right. What's we, next? That's, <laughs> that's what we try to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, you can't go wrong with the dollar menu at Taco Bell, though. You really can't. No. Or the $5 cravings box. I mean, it just... <laughs> Taco Bell's the place we go. But we're... we're <laughs> why are we talking about... Ta- oh, it's Cinco de Mayo. That's yeah, I thought this was about. Mexican food, not Taco Bell discussion. All right, so... Okay. Brad, you said you had a place that you like to go to at Cuyahoga Falls, right? Yeah, El Maison is good. There's a couple. And then there's like your normal chain places, right? Uh, is one around here. But my favorite Mexican dishes are, are, you know, and I'm, yeah, I'm pretty plain with this stuff. I like the spicy chicken taquitos. Oh, you ever had? yeah. Like a, okay. Those are finger uh, foods. Which is more of like an appetizer kind of. Yes, they I'll are. eat it as a meal. Uh, and, and, and I like a, a really good beef enchilada with some, you know, guac on the top oh, and nice. stuff. So. so Brad, have so, you ever had, and I'm going to throw this out to Brian and everybody else. My wife got me on taquitos, right? Cause I look at taquitos and I'm like, that's just not enough. Yeah. But she gave me a sauce to try. What she likes to do is get the fresh salsa, mm-hmm. scoop of sour cream, and then mix it all together. And then that's your dipping mm. sauce. I've never had that mm-hmm. before because it's either one or the other. She did it together. I will live by that sauce. That's what my Please. wife does too. She loves it. Really? I, I, like, oh yeah. It blew we my mind when she was doing it. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I'm mixing them. I'm like, I slapped her yeah. hand for a second. I'm like, why? <laughs> and she goes, yeah. because it tastes better. I'm like, are we sure about this? She goes, yes. It's like a creamy salsa. That's what it was. And it was yeah. absolutely delicious. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So, uh, that Brad, Brad, let me ask you, um, since you're in Cuyahoga Falls, I didn't know that. I was there a couple weeks ago, and sure. I was with some friends, and they said there's a new, I don't know if it's new, but um, there's a, a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant on, is it Front Street or Main Street? Yeah, um, Front down Street. There. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you know the restaurant I'm talking about, the Mexican place on there? I do not. Uh, They've been talking I, I it up. So so we might go back there here in another month or two. But, um, yeah, if you're down there, you should check it out. I think it's across from, uh, like, Pav's Creamery is where we were at. Um, but, yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that uh, sounds like, uh, yeah, I'll have to find out. Uh, I'm sure my wife knows. She's yeah. on that kind of it stuff. It might even so. be a bar. I'm not sure. But they had some yeah. patio seating out there. So it looked really nice. 
Okay, fantastic. I'm 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 into it. I'll check it out. Thank mm-hmm. you for the tip. Yeah. All right. So, Vinny, what are your favorite Mexican foods? We didn't get into cocktails or anything well, else. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. Actually, I, I, I did list. I mean, technically, Chipotle is a Mexican place. Oh, yeah. I love I Chipotle. a little bit of Mexican Chipotle. Moe's is another good one. Ooh. Brian, you know. have you had Moe's? Never been to Moe's. All no. right. So when you come here next time here in Fatboy Studios, we'll go to Moe's. Is yeah. there one in oh, out by you? Yes, yes. There's one down oh, the street. Okay. It's in right North next Homestead. to my bar. It's right next to my barber. Cool. Yep. And Jimmy John's is too. So I got my choice. Oh, oh right. <laughs> Maya <laughs> on Bagley Road oh, over yeah. in Bria Commons is another great oh, place. I love We've Maya. done birthdays and stuff over there before. I love Maya. What's your What's your favorite Mexican food? My favorite Mexican food. Yes, churros. Churros? You love yeah. churros? What is yeah. a churro? Explain to me what a churro is, please. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know either. Churros is more of a dessert than anything oh, else. Oh, okay. It's like the cinnamon-wrapped tortilla, right? Right, yeah. It yeah. Cinnamon on it. Um, some come with a little uh, cream cheese and stuff in it. It's it's fantastic. It's almost like it's a cannoli. Awesome. Kind of. It's a like cannoli. It's it's a Mexican. It's a Mexican cannoli, but it's it's made a little differently. Of course, he would love it. It's a Mexican cannoli. <laughs> you get five for a dollar. Of course, he loves it. <laughs> Brian, have you ever tried their fried ice cream? Who's? No, no, uh, no. Halado, Halada, something. No, like there's certain places that actually do the fried ice cream. Oh yeah, yeah. And I kind of like did uh, for a little bit. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if they do or not anymore. Well, this is this is how we get off the rails when we start talking about food. It's, I'm I'm confused. Are we do Are we going through our top three here? No, Vinny's just naming oh, off okay. stuff. You asked for my you. favorite. No, no, no. Yeah, and I no, went. I, I love you got straight ahead for my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Which was cannolis. You love cannolis. It's all right. Go ahead and say it. You love cannolis. For this top three. It's called Churros. Yeah, cannolis. All right, so let's get into our top three, then. <laughs> okay. And we already know Vinny's top three, which is cannolis. Um, so I will go first. My top three, you get me a super chicken burrito from, like, Chipotle. Anything like, oh, God, I love it. My number two has got to be the Crunch Wrap Supreme for Taco Bell. I know it's not a favorite. But that thing is a one-handed wonder, and you can just eat it all day. And my number mm-hmm. one, and I have got to go with this, I like to do the trifecta taco. You get your pork, mm-hmm. you get your beef, you get your chicken taco. And they always do the three taco or steak, if it's not pork. And you get your three taco, you just go to town on it. So, Brian, what's your top three? Yeah, um... I had to kind of revise my top three because it was looking a little too much like a Taco Bell menu. So I tried to class it up a little bit here. Um, but first, let me shout out um, a couple places in Medina. Uh, Fiesta Jalapenos here is fantastic. There's and one I just up went, here actually in went to one. Yes, it is. What's that? There's one in Ridgeville that Vinny just went to last or yeah. Monday. I was just there yesterday. Yesterday. It's really good. Yeah, That's Monday. what I did, too, because uh, – 
I went yesterday. Uh, my mom wanted to get ahead of the Cinco de Mayo. So we went yesterday with my wife and my mom and aunt and uncle. We went to a place, a new place in Medina called, I can't remember what it's called, Los Cantarinos or something like that. Uh, it's a small place, but it was really good. Um, so let me get the top three back to it. Um, number three, my chimichangas. <laughs> I love the chimichangas. And <laughs> I mean, it, it's such an American thing to take something that's great and deep fry it, and it becomes fantastic. So <laughs> chimichangas, America gave, gave us the greatest thing ever, that and Chinese food. Um, so it's fantastic. Number two is a chicken burrito. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. And I think it gets a bad rap sometimes because – it's just it seems to be a negative connotation with a chicken burrito. Like it's a chicken wrap is super healthy. Yeah, chicken but a chicken burrito. Oh, heaven forbid. Right, right. You're like a slob with stains all over your shirt eating a chicken burrito, but a chicken wrap, yeah, you're super well, that's healthy. That's the way I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I live off of chicken wraps, chicken Brad, burritos. Brad, you're not supposed to laugh for... at this part. All right, this is true <laughs> life here. All right, this is how but we then, roll. Look at this. This shirt has got six stains on it. And there's a mustard stain somewhere that you cannot see. What does your shirt say? <laughs> it's the Indians uh, dynasty team. Yeah. Uh, nice. Frankie, Frankie's still here on this shirt. Oh, I got you. He's not getting people uh, it, fired like he is in the Mets. <laughs> hitting 160 something? Yeah, 161. Yeah. 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 Awful. That's awesome. Good riddance. Um, Number one. And then. Number one will be uh, simple nachos, some sort of nachos, chips and salsa. Even no, hold on. Do, no, I'm good with that. Do you like the the jarred salsa or the fresh salsa? Either because, or. You no, know no, what? No. Let me. Let we me are you... like a fresh salsa household because yeah, I'll do the that. Jar salsa is really too salty. Mm-hmm. Because of the excess tomato juice they put in it. Like we do, right. we do fresh pico de gallo. So I like, I actually prefer um, like stuff that's a little less chunky. I don't, I don't like all the chunks where it's just like a tomato diced up. I prefer the mm. juices. Yeah, as you could probably imagine, right? But a hot tip here: you know who has the best chips and salsa? It's not even a Mexican restaurant to me. It's Chili's. If you've ever been to oh, Chili's, get Chili's. the chips and salsa. <laughs> so Chili's. good. Better Chili's than any is, other Mexican place. Chili's is fantastic. I will. All right, there. Brad, it's your Thank turn you. for your top three, bud. Give My me your number three. three. I, I already gave it to you, right? Come on, give it to us. All right, so I had the number one is the Doritos Nacho Cheesy Gordita Crunch. <laughs> Number two. Number two is spicy chicken taquitos. And number three? Beef enchilada. Beef enchilada. Beautiful. Vinny, you're up. Uh, my top three is uh, definitely the, the chicken fajita. I'm a big fan oh, of the chicken. chicken fajitas. Good. I love chicken fajitas. Or steak Very fajitas. Good. Steak fajitas. Yeah, yeah. Like They're the ones too. in Chile, they bring out the <clears> skillets <throat> or uh, Applebee's. They bring it out with the skillet still. It's oh, still yeah. sizzling when it comes to Cheat Cheats. Cheat Cheats. Remember Cheat Cheats? Yeah. Cheat yeah. do the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You can hear oh, it from across language. the room. Yep. All right. So, number two. Uh, the chicken tamales. 
Wow, you actually like tamales. I Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love tamales. Which is like the jumbo shell of Italian food. Oh, jeez. Here we go. All right, so next, what's your number one? My number one, again, is the churro. So the, the churro. The traditional. The churro. Yeah. The tradoi. The traditional <laughs> Mexican churro <laughs> is more like sugar and I wish cinnamon. you could see Brad right now. Brad shaking his head going, it's a cannoli, dude. There's, Just say it's a cannoli. There, there's nothing actually inside of the traditional Mexican churro. All right. All so right. it's just kind of cinnamon and sugar it's roll. Like, it's and like, stuff like a cinnamon that. twist. You get I'll, a Taco Bell. More yeah, or less, right, but longer. Is it? Longer. All right. Is it a dessert? It is. It, a it dessert. is. A, it, you're right. It is more of a dessert. Uh, <laughs> Italians, we tend to make them a little more Italian traditional. So yeah, cannolis side sometimes. <laughs> yeah, stuff with cream cheese and a whole bunch of good stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you can get Baba Catinas. Right. Very true. Love Baba Catinas. <laughs> Brad, if you, you can, they sell churros on the street, right? Street vendors sell churros a lot. A lot of them, yeah, yeah. On on Fridays, actually, we go to. Uh, there's a place called Taco Mike's that we go to. It's very good uh, at work, where I work. Well, street vendor. Yeah, street yeah. vendor. Sounds sounds like we're gonna have to find phenomenal. a Mamacita uh, Catinas. Oh, well, we do have it's, it here out in there. North Olmsted. We have best damn taco. And how do you not come up with Very a name true. with best damn taco and not have good tacos? All right. right. So, Brad, go. when you come to our side, we'll take you to best damn taco. All Been right. There a couple okay. times. Yeah. Very I, good. I'd like to have a best damn taco. All right. So we are here at the end of our show. All right. And we love to support our troops and our first responders. All right. You guys have done so much for us. We cannot do enough for you. Uh, we do have a live show coming up. We're trying to hammer down a date at Ironwood Cafe. Um, you can also find Brad Ward. All eyes on Cleveland. Check him out. Browns Wire, USA Today. Rice for all of them. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. I can't thank you enough, bud. Thank you, Brad. I hope you I have fun. I had. I had an absolute blast. I would come back anytime. You guys are so much fun. All right. So stick around for a second while we close this out, though. Simmer down. Simmer down now. (laughs) All right. So, Big Bry, it's time to close it out. Give him God bless. God God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Vinny, tell him good night. Hey, have a good night, everybody. All right. I am that fat guy. We are definitely uncorked. And unloaded. And we're out. So thanks for listening, guys. Say it.